0: Your host, Katie Thomas, is the director of Portfolio Services at New Day Solutions, a firm offering expertise in retirement planning with more than 25 years of experience, dedicated to high net worth individuals, families, and business owners. We work with you to have a coordinated approach for your comprehensive investment goals, providing concierge service for all generations from a team Who can see things from your side of the table go to newdaysolutions.com for more information working with your investments retirement insurance estate or tax planning or just dealing with everyday expenses your money matters let kt thomas help you make the most of it This is KT's Money Matters. Hey there, and welcome back. This is KT
1: Thomas at KT's Money Matters, coming to you with your financial tips and quips and ideas and drive time financial advice. You know, there's been a kind of a hot new topic in the financial planning world. I mean, I can't imagine, you know, financial planning being hot, but this is the hot new topic. It's called buyer, and it's Financial Independence, Retire Early. Now, I actually listened to a couple of podcasts about financial independence, and the idea of this community is that you wanna live lean, have no debt, save like crazy, retire young, very young, grow your money at 7%, spend no more than 4%. Now, there's a lot of other pieces that go with it, but that's kind of like the sound bullets, right? So just think, this is about what's old is new again. So when I first became a financial advisor back in the early 90s, there was a subset of people, usually grandparents, that were no mortgage, saved even into retirement and through retirement, never bought anything they couldn't pay for with cash, and absolutely did not understand what the heck everyone else was doing. These people were what I think about as the kids of the Great Depression. They weren't adults during the Great Depression, but they had grown up during the Great Depression, kind of coming of age. And what they understood because of that was sometimes things fall apart. And if you're not careful, you can fall apart too. I can remember as a young financial advisor, there were 40-year-olds and 50-year-olds that had you know, a couple of car loans. They had a mortgage. Maybe they had a home equity line of credit. And their parents, who never had any debt at all, absolutely couldn't understand what the heck they were doing. Why would you spend money that you didn't have? Why would you borrow more money than you needed? Why wouldn't you pay your mortgage off quicker? And they wanted more lifestyle. And so that's one of the things, this idea that you spend more of your discretionary income on your lifestyle became a trend, a very big trend in America for really the last 50 years. Where people have been spending more and more of their discretionary money, saving less and less because the world is a bright new place and there are a lot of things on sale and there are phones and there are cars and there are computers and there are houses and there are bigger houses. And, you know, I always think about like the little house I grew up in, you know, one of those three bedroom ranches with one bathroom and four kids. And now it's like, you know, nobody lives in that kind of place today. Everybody has to have, you know, multiple bedrooms and multiple bathrooms and bigger lots and more cars and, And we spend significantly more money on our lifestyle as a percentage of our income than we really ever did. So if we want to know why it is that we don't have as much money as we used to have, it's because we have more stuff than we used to have. Then comes the Great Recession. So in 2008, really the bottom fell out of the financial market, which forced lots of people to lose the equity in their home. And they were upside down in these big homes that they bought that they couldn't heat or they couldn't sell because they owed more than the house was worth. We saw 10% unemployment and people losing their jobs very quickly and realizing that they just did not have enough cash to fall back on. So they reach into their 401k from their old job, and they pay the taxes and the penalties to take that money to live on, which then creates a great big tax bill that they have to pay the following year. And it all spirals out of control. And a lot of people got really hurt in the Great Recession. And during that time, this current generation of the financial independence, retire early community, were the group coming of age, where they saw their parents anxious about money, people worried, people losing their jobs, people trying to figure out how to uh, put it all back together, and people going from like a really extended lifestyle to a simpler one, not because they chose it, but because they had to, because they were trying to hang on to stuff. And so This generation now is in the financial decision making time of their life, and they are making some very different decisions. And the thing I think is interesting is everybody says, Well, why can't these people, you know, they're still living at home? They haven't bought their first house yet. They're still renting. They're slower to marry and have kids. And, you know, what's going on with this generation? And what I'll say to you is, they actually saw how bad it was at a time when they were very impressionable about risk. And so when I say what's old is new again, it feels like I'm talking to the grandparents in the 90s when I'm talking to the 30-year-old now. In fact, I just had a fascinating conversation with my daughter, Jackie, and I were on the way to a baby shower this past weekend. My niece is having a baby. It was pretty exciting. And her and I were talking about buying, buying a house or waiting. She's 31 and she's you know, kind of gearing up to buy, but she's gonna wait a little while longer, mostly because she just can't find what she wants at what she's willing to pay for. Interest rates are starting to go up. And she is gonna wait a couple more years and save a little bit more money and get a little bit more secure. She's got a good job and, you know, she saves and she's doing all the right things, but she doesn't like to be too far out on the ledge financially. And she really represents a time in place of a generation where they really don't wanna be too far out in front of themselves. Not a lot of debt, pay the debt off, manage the cash flow, don't spend money you don't have, don't do. And so all of a sudden it's like talking to the grandparents of the 90s, really the same philosophy, this idea of keeping it a little bit more controllable and simple so that if something goes wrong, I can back it up. Now, the FI community has taken that one step further. And they talk about how much, you know, saving all of your discretionary expenses, living really lean and retiring at 50. Now, what's really interesting is on the flip side of that, I was recently reading an article about who really does retire at 50. Now, I'm 55 under fair disclosure, and I always thought I was going to retire at 55, mostly because I work a lot. I don't know if you guys know, but I'm like running around working all the time. But at 50, I realized that there was actually no way I was going to retire at 55 a half far too much energy and too many things I'm interested in doing and I'm still having fun. So I'm working even though I really could retire, but I really have no interest right now in retiring. So here we have a community of people thinking, I'm going to live on the cheap. I'm going to save all my money. I'm going to retire at 50. I'm going to grow my money by 7%. I'm going to live on 4% and it's going to be great. So you should know there's about a million people in the United States that retire at age 50. A million, that's actually not a lot given the size of our population. And I gotta tell you that the majority of those people are not what the FI community talks about, these people that live really simply, that have less, that save a ton more. What they really are is people that have made a lot more money, mostly through entrepreneurship, started a business, grew the business, sold the business, and then went into retirement mostly because if they weren't going to run their own business, they weren't really interested in working and became retired. Those people, by the way, are not living this FI lifestyle. They really are what we think about as high earners that worked really hard, made a lot of money, and then punched out. And so still today, that is what we think about when we think about the early retiree, somebody who made a lot of money, sold their business, and punched out. So. Could this work for the rest of us? You know, people working every day, people with regular jobs, people just keeping their, their, um, their debt really low and saving a lot? Maybe. One of the things that I always kind of wonder about, and, and mathematically, you know, it works. If I, if I make 7%, I never spend more than 4%, and inflation comes along and the money grows and I grow, then I should be able to live off that money for the rest of my life. It seems fairly reasonable. And frankly, you know, you put it into a financial calculator, it works. On the other side, though, if you're not working, what are you spending your time on? And does that cost something? What I found out by working with retirees for a really long time is a lot of them spend more money in retirement than they did when they were working, at least for the first few years. And I say it because I think it's, it's, you know, for me, it's become kind of a trend around planning is this idea of, making sure there's more discretionary income in the early years of retirement because they are spending more money. And so the FI plan is the idea that you don't, you just keep your living standard the same and you just don't work. The next thing I think about is if, you know they talk about people living to be 100 and frankly there aren't a lot of people living to be 100 right now, but they say in the future many people will live significantly longer because of the changes of healthcare in America. And so if that's true, and you retire at 50 and you live to 100, you could be retired for 50 years. That's a long time to kind of keep yourself occupied. So part of being ready to retire, and frankly, one of the reasons why I'm working is I'm actually just not ready to be, you know, home on the couch watching multiple seasons of Ray Donovan with my husband. Although one or two is kind of fun, but really, I actually need a little bit more activity. It's why, you know, recently I wrote that book. It's why I'm running this podcast is the idea of staying busy and and I'm interested and I'm still curious and I'm just not ready to be kind of home on the couch. So if you're thinking live lean, no debt, save like crazy, I actually love that idea. I really do. I really think people spend in lifestyle creep money they never planned on spending just because they're just not paying attention. But on the flip side, you know, financial independence doesn't necessarily mean retire early. It means being able to retire early. You might decide that you are having fun doing the work that you're doing, or you're doing something interesting and challenging, or you want to quit one job and go do something different that's more interesting. But when you really think about the core group of people in America that are retiring at 50, they're buying mansions by the ocean. They're actually not this group. So let's not hold them out as representatives of this FI group because they're really not. They're really those people that have just worked super hard and created something that didn't exist and then was able to punch out for profit. Being an entrepreneur, you know, I kind of love that story more. You know, I've been a financial advisor for a long time, and I love the idea that you can control your legacy and your destiny by how you manage your money. And I believe in that. I also believe people have, in general, too much debt today, and they are willing to live with significantly more debt for much longer, and that they spend a lot of interest in in those things that really keeps from their ability to build real capital. But let's be honest. The mansion people and the FI people are not the same, because the FI people wouldn't buy the mansion. They would never live there. They're thinking... Live lean, no debt, save like crazy. There are a lot of great resources out there and podcasts. If you're interested in learning more about the FI community and how that goes, you can just you know, Google it and a million things pop up. I think the tenants about being smart about your money and saving like crazy and having no debt are great fundamental cornerstones to building financial wealth for yourself. Just make sure that you're planning where it is you really want to go. And ask yourself, If you were 50 and you weren't working, what would you do? I think this is probably the biggest question in retirement. I see people of all ages when they retire that this is the question that they don't have the answer to. And one of the things you really, the challenge really is, is to work on that question so that you know you're retiring to something, not from something. Now, if you find this quick tip to be interesting, you know, I talk about these kinds of ideas and more, in my book, The Hardworking Woman's Guide to Money, available on Amazon. And if you like this podcast and you're interested in more ideas and you want to shoot me a question, feel free to do so, or take a minute and rank my podcast if you think this is interesting and you want to hear more so that I can get to others because you know, it's that Apple magic where I have no idea how it all grows, except that what I know is when you take time to tell people that you like something, other people find out. And for that, I'd be really grateful. Thanks. And until we speak again.
0: Thanks for listening to KT's Money Matters with KT Thomas. For more information, past episodes, and show notes, go to www.ktsmoneymatterspodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe and recommend it at iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.